This is your shining beacons in the dark alley of the Underhive, 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio, broadcasting tonight from Sublevel 212's Globetron Center. We are part of the Diva Cleopatra Estrada's pre-concert entertainment. We're not even a pirate broadcast this time, so you just have to deal with our lovely voices all night. Well, at least until the Diva takes over. In Hive news, the Innsmouth Militia took over the Red Squig Energy Manufactorum. Red Squig, it gives you teeth. teeth. From Clan Nessesis, in a years-long conflict that has threatened to spill over into open gang warfare in several districts as the two are now battling for control of the lovely red drink. This good stuff. You son of a bitch. As always... I am Ryan the Goblin King, and today I am joined by my co-hosts, Marky. Olo. Beast. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And uh, coming to us from the front lines of that Red Squig Energy Manufactorum takeover is uh, Kevin. Kevin, how are you involved? Uh, I'm involved by keeping my head down so that I don't get shot. He did bring us lovely footage, though. I'm pretty sure it's just of a girl across the street, but it is, in fact, lovely footage. Quite lovely, if I do say so myself. And a lot of red squig. I dig, I dig it. I dig oh, it. Yeah, just bathing. Yeah. Just bathing in a bunch of red squig. The, the champion best. drink. The, the best. We've gotten a couple of questions from our community and some uh, some listeners about what's going on with our radio broadcasts uh, introductions and outros why we do it yeah and it's just kind of our little bit of a flavor into the lore it's a um, bit it's a bit yeah, yeah it's, it's, our it's funny it's our yeah. shtick makes us makes us unique it's our seasoning <laughs> unique new york so i <laughs> Well, yeah. Are you doing your vocal exercises you that now? He's doing his Probably. vocal exercises I did. Now. Do you want to say so watermelon? In this book I was listening to. Oh, God. They did. Marky's book hour. <laughs> so I convinced these guys to give up uh, mandatory podcast fuck around time today so we can get you guys a little bit of a better idea as to what the background and the lore of the podcast is itself. Pretty so, sure people are like, the whole podcast is fuck is around fuck time, around is it not? One hundred percent. There's there's nothing organized right, about what we do. Specifically, this nonsense that we stick at the beginning. That yeah. Yes. Sounds like we know the flavor. The flavor nonsense. <laughs> Red squeeze. So we uh, <laughs> so we decided pretty early on that we wanted to kind of adopt this this kind of uh, unique radio station style pirate broadcast motif. Like and a the, persona almost. Yeah. Right, the, right. the idea is that we're four guys running around the underhive with a bunch of radio gear and then we just set up you know nightly and we broadcast whatever bullshit we want to talk about to anybody in the hive that's ready to listen yeah and i wanted to add like kind of like a romeo and juliet like forbidden love all four of us are from different gangs which we which we don't know which we don't know which we don't know yet <laughs> well we we know but we don't know we just don't talk well, we're about still it. we're still we developing yeah, we just don't talk about it. we're oh, still developing lore well right yeah, but our but our characters are, our personas right. in the lore don't know that the other people are in other gangs we're just four guys that have been meeting together yeah. ever since we were four we're, we're like-minded yeah exactly like-minded friends individuals that yeah. just so happen to keep meeting up and ended yeah. up in different uh, different gangs. So the hive itself is named Innsmouth Hive. And we ran a poll on our Discord to come up with a couple of different names. And then we had everybody vote. As the podcast title, Under the Hive of Madness, is a callback to H.P. Lovecraft's Under the Mountains of Madness. We went with the four primary cities that he mentions in his writing. 
For those of you who don't know who H.P. Lovecraft is, he is an early 19th century horror writer. Uh, Mark and I never heard of him. Are are definitely big horror heads. I feel like you guys are also. You guys are you guys are horror dabblers. I have. I have. He's he's doing the thing he does. Are you you playing dumb or are you actually? I'm being. I'm being a little. H.P. Lovecraft is not a continent. You're fine. This makes sense on a map, so it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Tom, Tom, and Kevin, you guys definitely dabble a little bit. He's the guy that 100 percent horror. Oh yeah, like all all my original like horror stories were i'm pretty sure lovecraft oh yeah or, or at least they're all from that time period you know like. that's this harry potter right yes hp is harry potter uh, harry uh, potter uh, lovecraft uh, yes like, <laughs> can we like rewrite some of the, some of the edgar Allan <laughs> can you stuff, imagine also, rewriting the entire fucking harry potter series but it's it's it'd H, be, it's it's it'd be hp good. it's be, harry <laughs> potter lovecraft <laughs> it'd be so every time they cast a spell there's a chance of it backfiring like and they die no it's just why is she's dead dude dude yeah so the fantasy flight the fantasy flight dark heresy book there's a bunch of like random love, shit perils of the war i love it i love my absolute table. favorite one is like all mirrors within a hundred meters or whatever start crying this blood. is turning into mandatory fuck around time yeah yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so, to get us, so, so to get us back on topic uh the inn's mouth was the city that won so we named the hive inn's mouth um, we talk a lot about the four armed rats and the four armed emperor. So we kind of wanted to just get into what hive planet or what hive worlds are really quick, what hive cities are really quick, and then get into a little bit more of uh, of that personal lore just to give you guys an idea of the flavor that we're kind of crafting as we do this. So a hive world is probably the most notable world in the Imperium, as Tom brought up um, in the past. If you were to search right now in Google, what's a world look like in Warhammer 40k there's a really good chance you're going to either find a hive world or a forge world picture one of the most famous hive worlds in the setting is the or not the hive worlds but one of the oh it is hive world it's hive world necromunda necromunda actually has its own game so there's a lot of lore that centers around necromunda there's a lot of stuff that you can look up to you know if you if you just go ahead and Google search Hive World. Go ahead and Google search Necromunda. Necromunda at this point has video games that take place in it, which we'll definitely talk about a little bit later yeah. on in this game, uh, in this podcast episode. In this game we call life. In this game we call life. So most life. We called a game. <laughs> so most Hive Worlds are industrial wastelands. Massive amounts of pollution has taken over the entire planet. And these planets are basically like bent to manufacturing and production. That manufacturing and production can be normal goods. You know, um, there might be Mechanicus supply line that goes by the planet. They drop stuff off. There might the be people, Red Squig. Yeah, it might be Red Squig. And the people that live in the hive <laughs> manufacture the goods for the Imperium or that production and manufacturing could just be people for the imperial war machine hive worlds are usually really close to shipping lanes or actually part of or near forge worlds hive worlds might actually be forge worlds Uh, kevin you had brought up uh the hive where they're actually strip mining down yeah there's there's a hive where it was a mineral rich planet and in order to get at the minerals they just built the city on top of the mine and just are just digging down and as they dig down they just build downwards yeah and then obviously the closer you are to the mining is the worst part. And so as they dig, they improve the upper layers to be nicer. So all, all the workers live at the bottom and follow the equipment down lower. Yeah. And but all it, they, their only job is mining. They don't yeah. make anything else. They just make raw resources. And, that, and that's what a hive world is. A hive world is just given over to massive amounts of population making massive amounts of stuff. 
So to give you guys a little bit of an idea, a single hive city has a population between 10 to 100 billion people. And a hive world can have anywhere between five to 20 hive cities on it. So these are massive, massive population centers. So hive worlds themselves are, are you ready for it, Marky? Arcologies. I've heard this word before. So they're basically like where Tom grew up, right? Did I get that right? Uh, Tom, you grew up in an arcology. An arcology, an arcology is a concept of like a, a city, a self-contained city. So you know the shopping centers you go to, the place you work, everything is included. They're becoming. They were really common. I feel like in the the early eighties, they're kind of coming back now. They used to call it the company town. Yep, company town. Like in the in like the mining days, like I guess I was what fifties. 40s, 50s. Yeah, if you're familiar with Middle America at all, there's a lot of corn towns. There's a lot of grain towns. Same idea. You yeah. work for either the corporation owns to a certain extent the lands. Everybody who lives there works the land. My ass. Yeah. It's almost like corporate feudalism. Yeah. It, it, yeah essentially, no shit, that right? is corporate feudalism, right? Like yeah. That, that's the corporation owns literally everything. everything. Those are two big And words. you work for the corporation. <laughs> So yeah, you don't have to explain. Dollar King. (laughs) Dollar King. Monopoly. Yeah. So yeah, Hive cities are arcologies. They're massively self-contained cities with populations existing in the billions. They're normally built organically over thousands of Terran years. So somebody doesn't build a massive one and then everybody moves in. They just kind of slowly, a normal city becomes a Hive city. A Hive city is not planned. Gotcha. They can be. They can be. The, but the, the but, mechanicus is yeah. like when they find a new planet and they're like, oh, we want to build a bunch of shit here. Like they will eventually plan for it to become a the big lay, city. They'll lay out the foundations. They'll they'll plan a big city with the idea of going sub levels and building up. But but essentially imagine like but if they don't I mean, like go Tokyo like stake out, you know, 10 miles yeah. of city right off the bat. So so small city. Tokyo would be a great example. So you've got the Dubai example, which which Kevin just brought up. The mechanicus right. shows up and wants to build a fuck off huge city. And then you got like the Tokyo example. And the Tokyo example is at a certain point, Tokyo can't grow except up. Right. New York, same way. Uh, Shanghai, New York. There's plenty of cities in our in our current world that are already experiencing the build up rather than build out. I mean, L.A. is almost getting there. (laughs) This like, what are they going to do? San Angeles. Yeah. (laughs) San Diego. The mega. The mega sprawl. San Angeles. San Diego. Basically, any of the major coastal cities in California have hit this hit the point where they've hit the mountains now they've yeah. built from the right. coast all the way to the mountains and that and that's called the sprawl which is right. a different part but but essentially once you're done sprawling you go you up. You, you go up you hive because it's always easier to build out than it is to build up yeah to until you get to a certain point right. so the the center of these hive cities are usually powered by deep and massive geothermal power plants manufacturing and massive elevators cluster around these centers and uh, they draw power from them and also transport the goods up. But yeah, they keep all your manufacturing, yeah, keep it warm and not power the entire city. And, you know, you want your manufacturing hubs nearest to your power sources. Often hive cities have a core that's a space tether. So the upper portions of the hive spire actually reach into the planet's most upper layers of atmosphere. So hence why we like every time we bring up like our bit, we're like, oh, we're on sub-level two, yeah, we'll get, 235. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get, get to sub-levels. We, we are not at the top, guys. We are at the bottom. The bottom. Yeah. But these uppermost levels are organized for easy spaceport access, landing, or connections to space, tethering umbilicals, and other stuff. These massive man-made mountains are construction projects of layered rock crete and animantine. 
with residential and industrial districts or zones overlapping each other in, in, in the interior, there's not really a lot of planning. You know, you have a big manufacturing plant that might yeah. go span four or five different levels. And then you kind of have like company housing, as you mentioned earlier, just built yeah. right onto that manufacturing. They, uh, they call them, or at least the mechanicus calls them half blocks. So yep, I'm pretty sure the rest, of, the rest of the Imperium calls them the same thing because they're all built off the same pattern. Yeah. But the idea is that they're like, OK, we built a factory and a factory is so big. And then they're like, all right, that everybody factory requires here, so yeah. much workforce. Bam, half block. And then everybody in that half block works for that factory. Oh, okay. and it'll even go down to like everybody in this portion, especially in the upper hive, which we'll get to here uh, in a second. But everybody who's in part of the Navy, the higher ups, the aristocracy, arist, arist, wow, aristocracy. aristocracy. They, they may also all be in like the admiral's hat I, I believe the first word, so you don't have to correct Aristocracy. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's, <laughs> a, that's a real word. Asterasticracy? Yeah, that's word, a real words word. Words are made up. Uh, the aristocats. So, <laughs> so generally speaking, the higher up in the spire you go, the richer the citizenry becomes, with the uppermost levels being given over entirely to the Imperium's elite and the system or planetary governors. Usually the upper, upper spire is all in control of one noble house, and that noble house owns or controls the entire hive and they're almost like the noble houses are almost like merchant families yes like like east india trade company not yeah. not at that level that's more like rogue trader house mm-hmm. but these are like the guys like the you know single town version right. of that have you guys seen altered carbon i have yes is it kind of like that yeah okay. yeah in fact that the upper spires are often miles above the pollution that chokes the planet's surface in right. the lower levels yeah. of the hive like how that one dude yeah. lived on the fucking cloud Yep. Way out above the clouds. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's well, like that. wealthy merchants is, as Kevin just brought up and rogue traders utilize all these upper spire spaces to conduct business and run their massive trade syndicates. The lower in the hive you get, the poorer your communities become with the lowest levels of the hive being underneath and choked by the ever present cloak of pollution. Unlike the upper hive whose citizens can actually go outside of the hive and breathe quote unquote fresh air and exist outside of the constant threat of acid rain and all the other problems that come with massive industrialization. Lower hivers will probably never actually even see the outside world. And if they do, they'll probably die in it. They go, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got actually, that spicy um, rain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spicy rain. <laughs> you mentioned the Fantasy Flight uh, RPGs. Yep. They actually represent that by characters from hive worlds are uh, agoraphobic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they if don't you're like from being a outside. World, like yeah. you fail all your wilderness tests. Like you take penalties really? to doing stuff when you're outside. That's and there, crazy. And Dude, there's he's people never seen grass in his life. Yeah. And there's like, people you've never been outside. You've never seen the sky. And then all you're, of a sudden, you're on recycled air. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. you get yeah. off oh, yeah. a transport, and you know you're stuck in the woods. The, the base. Like, I've never been camping. So, so think like, base think of like a total recall. Think like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd the, say think more like Kevin Costner from Waterworld, where he stands on the, the land and he freaks out. I don't belong here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The massive the massive circumference of uh Hive City 2 may mean that you live in the middle. If you live in the middle, you could be 25 miles away from the outer wall. Uh, and you're and in your job. Cars. Like your job, your social, yeah, no one owns cars, your job, your social circle, your mass transit, everything you need probably goes up and down rather than side to side. One and two, you probably never get more than like 10 miles away from your house because the easiest way to walk away from your head block, your head block, not your house. The easiest way to walk away from your head block is with your feet. Yeah. 
And if there isn't, you know, if the company pays for the elevator that gets you to work, the company ain't going to pay for a fucking tram to take you to this. That's why that's why they grow three feet. And And then and that's why there's like the local bars and like things like that. It's very much because it's it's all you have to remember. This is all inspired by real world analogs. So this is like. You know, they sci-fied the idea of like medieval urban sprawl, where like mm-hmm. there's a big, big fortress and all the nobles. And you don't leave the, nice the fortress, area, and then everybody just kept building slums on the outside. And this is uh, actually something and then it that gets bigger and bigger. You, you know the idea. Yeah, yeah. This is actually something that happens there. So between China and Hong Kong, there was a little tiny province called Kulong, and uh, you guys can Google this too. The Kulong Long uh, Walled City, excuse me. Oh yeah, I remember this. The yeah. big giant it, favela. That yeah, built. yeah. It's literally, cool. it's literally this densely packed, like six or seven block it's hive six city. Or seven stories also. Yeah, it's six or seven stories tall. No one's following building regulations anymore. It's just, it's just hundreds. It was like a hundred thousand people. It was a lot of people living in a very small I, area. I got a question for you. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck do you hear about this kind of stuff? Because I, I mean, I live under a rock. I guess. Because I, I yeah, you never leave your house. This motherfuckers from the underhive. It's fine. This, yeah. <laughs> so you think of an example. Think of me because I mean I'm I'm pretty much a hermit. If you guys don't know yeah. now, you miss we'll, we'll we'll toss a, we'll toss a couple <laughs> we'll toss a couple links into the show notes. Sure. We'll Just we'll link a Kulong. Kulong, right? Yeah. Is I, it like the T? I think it's K W Z O O N right now. All right. Oolong T. That's a T, right? Oolong T is a T. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll toss a couple of things. We'll toss a, there's a guy who gives a really interesting lecture on the arcology. It's pretty short. And then there's a, there's another dude who talks about the wall city. And y'all trying to like make me do research. There we go. You don't have to. See, man. that's why you never hear of any of this stuff is because when you hear about something, you think it's <laughs> but research, it, but here, here's the thing. Like you understand, oh, okay. you understand the concept of a coffin hotel, right? Like a Japanese coffin hotel. Never heard of it. Really? So, so it's like there's like a capsule. No, in uh, you you brought up I've altered seen carbon. You remember in altered carbon when he's just like he looks for that tiny little space to sleep and yeah. it's literally just yeah. that pod. Yeah, it's that. Okay, that's so, actually so a thing. Like gotcha. the, the idea of people living in these compact examples. You watch the the television show Warrior. Yeah. They totally like a hab block would be you know where all the immigrant all the Chinese immigrants right, that right. aren't Arcology. part of the Tong live i'm learning they're like they're like it's in between it's literally an alleyway that somebody slapped the roof on and and they're just all kind of like sleeping in the same space yeah that's kind of the that's like i have block gotcha so if that just repeated itself a bunch uh, stacked i always think of like a favela like south america yeah like where they just built they just kept they started with an apartment building and then they just started slapping slapping extra parts on it yeah see how how do you know how do you remember favela like i know i I, I guarantee you video games okay (laughs) well actually and you have a better video games and movies i i saw it in a movie i looked up what it was and then it was also a level in i think it was call of duty or it was either call of duty or counter-strike was called favela it's 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 call of duty modern probably both actually but yeah, probably. Is. You know, you know how like right now you're just starting to like look into Learn. things. <laughs> I've been well, doing no, this no, my whole no. Life. Yeah, look. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. You know, know what I mean? Like how you're you're just now starting to like look into. The, you're like, oh, I got like an audio book, right? <laughs> I got this new thing. Yeah, like you, you know how that's like brand new to you. <laughs> you know, we were doing that when we were like six. <laughs> That's why we know stuff. All right, Tom. You just gotta rub it in. Then I gotta. I gotta tell you. No, I just gotta rub it in. That you're stupid. I thought you were gonna say five. So let me. I'm gonna dial it back for the normies. 
if I remember right, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. You've seen Bad Boys or Bad Boys. Bad Boys too. Yes. They drive through a favela. That's what I'm talking. That scene where they're just busting through basically a bunch of homeless people shacks and, and, right. and shacks are exploding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but or, but um, the reason nine. you saw District Nine, right? Yeah, you remember all the poor ass motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Hold on, let's talk about this point. Let's talk about this point. The reason, right? We we seen all those things, right? right? But the difference is is that Mark doesn't give enough of a shit. To, to look that, that for what that is, right? <laughs> okay. He's just like, oh, there's a bunch of aliens driving through a fucking thing. Driving oh, well, some, and that's traffic. it. Like, he just okay. moves on with a, his life. Another yes. word is shantytown. <laughs> How do you know me that? so well? <laughs> but anyways, the idea is that fuck. it's built haphazardly it and without thought. So Arena's back in a little bit. Stop talking about why I don't know shit. The mid the mid hive levels exist kind of split that the pollution level splits the mid hive essentially in half. If you're richer and you live in the mid hive, you're probably above the pollution. Hey, in my fucking defense, there's other people out there like me. Okay, if you're no, if you're no, there's not. If you're no, there is absolutely not. No, no, no. To be fair, I said the word favela when people were describing the den from Wasteland, and everybody looked at me like I was speaking fucking Portuguese. Well, yeah, because you are. Because you are. I'm pretty sure favela is a Portuguese word. It wasn't. Actually, you're right, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. What you're talking about is when that when those people were looking at you. It was just Mark. No, no. You were explaining it here. Places. And if I was there during this conversation, I was also looking at you like that because day drunk. Hey, if there's one of our listeners that has never heard the word favela, hit me up. All right, I want to know. I'm not not alone. Seen the word or heard the word, just know the image. Let's let's drag everything back. Let's drag everything back. So as I was trying to get out, the mid hive is split by the pollution level. If you're richer you're gonna live above the pollution level if you're poor you're gonna live below it in either case there's a really good chance you don't know what quote-unquote fresh air is above you're, the favela. you're it's, used it's to recycled. recycled air yeah you're uh you're uh what president scroob you open your peri air oh yeah your yeah, peri air. yeah uh space balls yeah space balls oh, that's where i've heard that before president okay. screw yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> So the lowest levels. Uh, <laughs> I'm a mog, half man, half dog. Half dog. I'm yeah. my own best friend. <laughs> so the next chunk we're going to talk about is the underhive. So hive cities are massively man-made mountains, and they often extend deep underground. Um, think about a third of their height is going to be underground. These were originally massive sub-basements, maybe storage for the mechanicus, foundations to keep all this shit up. And as the massive height and weight of the hive city has gone up, literally the hive city sinks into the crust of the planet. It's that heavy. And that's actually real. Like we have buildings in current society yep. that are so heavy, they're slowly sinking. We also have really? we also have lots Monument. of examples. How the fuck do you know this, Kevin? Because I went to the Washington Monument and they told me. <laughs> so so oh. here, this might blow your mind. If you want a real it's so skinny, if you want a real low surface tension yeah. or low, low. Yeah. If you, if you want a real world exists in today's example of this. The city of Paris is the same way. The city of Paris is built on like three or four different layers. The bottom most layer is the original Paris. I'm not even going to ask how you know this, right? Because you're a psycho. And then the Romans, <laughs> and then the Romans <laughs> yeah. moved in and built on top of it. And then the Moors moved in and built on top of that. And then modern Paris was built on top of that. That's why Paris has the catacombs. That's why Seattle is another example. Seattle, the entire city has been slowly sinking. 
Venice. Where's Paris? France. Shut up. Where's France? <laughs> shut up. Jesus Where's France? Yeah, you're not that Just dumb. Just shut up. You're not that dumb. <laughs> Don't make me slap. Not even going to play. Not even playing. Come on, man. You over me. You can't bait that. Come let's, on. Let's, all right, all right, all right. Hypothetically, let's say I don't know where you that know, is. No, 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 no. <laughs> so if you want to want a really easy, if you want a really easy thing to Google right now, because you're wondering about the concepts we're talking about, look up Seattle Underground. Seattle is l- built on a bog since it's built on a bog. It's been slowly sinking well, into the but bog. That, well, like but Venice. there's also that, and you also got to remember the earthquake. The earthquake yep. was the main reason why they they built on top. The earthquake buried half the city. But, so like, because of that, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying yeah. you also have to. That was like that is, that is a huge thing. Like yeah. that was like what covered most of it. Look, look up, look up the Seattle Underground. There was a time in Seattle's history where the street that you drove on was was higher than up. what you walked. on. Yeah, you would walk. You would basically climb a ladder to yeah, get to the to sidewalk get to, the sidewalk. to get to the shops. So tell me what, so th- this is my problem. Why do people, why do, why do I care? Like why? I don't give a shit that France because is like, you play, because you play a fantasy game and a yes. sci-fi game and it's based off that has a hive city in it and you understand how a hive city works. I'm just trying to give giving relatable analogies. examples. Gotcha. Yeah. If people want to go ahead and Google search something and watch like a quick YouTube video gotcha. to get a concept. Okay. There's probably a two minute video well, explaining the Seattle people have Like they can't, put it together necessarily in their head without seeing a real world like motherfucker if you can't if you can't see in your mind's eye that like france is a foot lower than it should be because there's a fucking broken ass that's not how it that's that's not how it works how it works is there was an ancient civilization and then a civilization took it over and when that civilization took over they literally built on top of it and over hundreds of years those old ruins sunk under the ground i'm pissing people off right now me, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you and then remember, when you like, come later, like World War Two happened, and they just carpet bomb a city into, into uh, the ground. In fact, like, the okay, only we'll rebuild. The only reason we know that there are ancient ancient civilizations under some of the cities in Eastern Europe in, in Europe is because of World War Two, because they bombs would go off and they'd be like, "Hey, we didn't even know that this like three thousand BC city was under." the city mm. no one remembers it's been that long that's Fair. happening on a hive world but a hive world instead of you know that say paris is two or three thousand maybe four thousand years old a hive city might be ten thousand years old right. it might date back to the dark it's not like they're technology. fucking they're they're right it's not like they have any reason to to nobody gives to a accept shit. history and nobody like like yeah record history no and to give a shit. my my exactly. my life is yeah. to wake Everybody's up like mark my life exactly. is to wake up. It's to go to the Red Squig factory. It's to fill bottles until the end of the day and hope to fuck fill my bottles. arm doesn't get close caps. caught in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> caught in the machine and ripped off because if my arm gets caught in the machine home. and ripped Just off, your third one. the integrity officer of the fucking factory is going to walk up behind me and shoot me in the head. That's my life. If I'm lucky after my 14 hour shift, maybe I get to watch a docudrama that was made by the propaganda machine of the Imperium. So I'll raise good children that will attempt to be in the guard. This is why I love 40K because that's grimdark as fuck. (laughs) That's life, brother. Is like the the typical work week is six days a week. Oh, no, no. But not on this. One day off. But not on this planet. And the reason it's not on this planet is because our this orbital cycle only has a is six day week. So you work all six days. I was gonna say I was gonna say eight days. So fuck you. You work seven. <laughs> that works, but but and and you only and because of its orbit, you only get every other sanguineve eve off. You don't sanguineve. get everyone. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about holidays in 40k eventually. Okay. So none of that helps. 
the point is, <laughs> as the city goes up, the underhive goes, goes down. down. Okay, physics. So the the yeah. lev- the lowest levels of um, of the underhive are plagued by hive quakes, sinkholes, fall-ins. It's basically dangerous enough that only the poorest of the poor live there, and the Imperium doesn't care what governing happens. body, which in this case is the the Adeptus Arbites. They don't even go down there. Yeah. And as long as you're producing red squig, they don't give a shit, right? They don't. They don't care. As long as as long as the manufactorums are continuing to produce, they don't give a shit. The ones however, that are still officially operating. However, gangs recruit from the underhive. Space Marine chapters will recruit from the underhive. The underhive is a is a den for mutants, rogue psychers. It can be where cultists live. Gene Steelers. Gene Steelers. Kind of yeah. Shit down Gene Steeler cults. Um, yeah, another underneath cults, the underhive nonsense happens there underneath the underhive, the, the very low, low level, it's called the sump and the sump is just essentially a radioactive wasteland, but underneath the ground. Think huh. of the bilge. Never you, seen you, it. you never were on ship. In Mar- oh no, you're MP. We don't talk about this. Cut that out. <laughs> he, he didn't give enough you, information. You never, like they never made you look in the bilge or anything. No. Oh, no. basically there's a section on a ship underneath like the floor plating right and its job is just to be the shithole it's just where it like like extra water collects it, there like, every shit ship drains leaks, down right, you know, right just a little bit right that's where that water goes yeah, Ship, it's just ships, don't, this. ships don't float because they're buoyant well they, they, they do flip we pump the water out they do float the because they're buoyant but the reason that buoyancy exists is because a ship displaces water and water is actually heavier than the ship yeah physics is weird all but of the water essentially there's if things spill, a cubic a cubic leaks, foot of water a cubic of meter of water is heavier than you think it is water is heavy that's oh, why no. that's why buoyancy works but was anyway it, wasn't it eight pounds per gallon it's it, uh, no like yeah something like that it's fucking crazy anyway um so the sump is just a collection of broken warrens abandoned chemical plants disaster zones where geothermal meltdowns happened or nuclear meltdowns happened it can be a collection of forgotten and discarded ancient remnants of humanity the underhive itself, above the sump, is a maze of forgotten and abandoned districts. It's constantly sinking and shifting, like we mentioned. Hive quakes are the norm. They can rearrange entire slums. Sinkholes can swallow entire manufactoriums or hab blocks and deposit them in the sump. These areas are impossible to map, and they're often controlled by some of the most dangerous and vicious gangs. And again, as I mentioned, this stuff is so bad, the Arbites don't go down here. However... The Underhive can be a massive center for scavengers, relic hunters, adaptus, mechanicus, and even inquisitors. This is like their wet dream. There's abandoned technology, shit from the Dark Age or Golden Age of technology. STCs have been discovered in Underhives and in Sumps. There's relics of fallen heroes. There's lost archives where the Imperium doesn't even know that they have records down there. Or there's rare-ass minerals that are actually created out of the crazy levels of pollution and and extreme pressure of the hive itself. So, like, literally, the shit that's choking you out has been compacted into this mineral. Like, Like, imagine if you could, like, condense... LA smog back into oil, but the back oil into was carbon <laughs> and then compressed it into but it diamonds. Was, but it was awesome. like three times as, as fucking potent as gasoline. Like that shit happens in the hive just because of the massive amounts of pressure yeah, that exists. All the gases will just pool somewhere and eventually somebody will figure out how to harvest it. But these are Warrens, uh, these Warrens and districts hide 
as we mentioned, uh, everything from cultists, mutants, rogue psychers, and worse. And you brought up gene stealers. Yeah, gene stealers could be nasty. So that actually brings us to Innsmouth Hive and some of the stuff you guys have heard us said. So Innsmouth Hive is a hive city on a not yet named Imperial Hive world. And at some point in the city's past, probably more than a thousand years ago, a variant and now abandoned strain of the gene stealer cult took root in the underhive and sump levels. However, it was either so they're either so deep in hiding or they were defeated at some point by the hive city's defense forces. So they're effectively non-existent anymore. But the genetic traits of the Tyranids have linked in have leaked into the underhive's rodent population, creating our mutant four-armed rats, the largest of which can grow to the size of a gene stealer brood lord. These mutant oh, rats God. have <laughs> changed most. <laughs> I do not want to meet one of those. <laughs> so these mutant rats have changed most of the underhive's culture, with cyber mastiffs often being modified to have six legs and mutant variants of cats being bred on the return to the size of big game cats, specifically just to hunt these rodents. Meow. We got we got ourselves some hive lions, motherfucker. Underhive lions. As the like rats it. have become so wrapped up in our culture, That's the so largest. The largest size. God damn it, Mark. <laughs> you, you want to bring up booty hole? We, we talked about the sump. You didn't bring up booty hole. It's not organic. I can't do it, Ryan. It has to organically be brought up. You can't ha- just you can't to. just bring up booty. It's got to organically be brought. You're telling brought me up. something about to slip a finger in the sump? Nah, dude. It, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't bad. That ain't bad. That was the organic. I missed that one. <laughs> That's organic. <laughs> wow. Smells organic. <laughs> So as rats have become so important to our underhives culture, one of the big things that you guys have heard us talk about a lot is the largest underhive gang, which is the four-armed rats. Rat iconography also often adorns the hive's counterculture movements. So Mark actually came up with the basics for the four-armed rats and how they work. You want to go ahead and explain that? Why it's the biggest gang? The forearmed rats. Oh, the forearmed rats. Yeah, I'm like, what is Ryan talking about? I have no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) So the forearmed rats are essentially, you know, as the populace grows, there's obviously kids, right? And kids growing up, they obviously play together. They meet up. It's just, it's innocence, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This, these kids are just known as forearmed rats. And they kind of just rove around in because a giant gang and they're exactly. just hoodlums. Yeah, they're just yeah. hoodlums. So they like just kind of like, yeah. So like the, the the local populace of kids are just known as forearmed rats because they're just a bunch of little ganger bastards. Little pickpockets. Exactly. Little bastards. Yeah. Little the forearmed little rats. Bastards. You little forearmed rat. Like, yeah. you know, it's and, and as these forearmed rats grow up, they get is it indoctrinated? They into, get like recruited. They, recruited. they get recruited. Scouted, at, they they get know. they age out. Yeah, they yeah. age out and they join or they are recruited oh, or scouted into the other once, gangs. Once you turn biggins, you got to get a real. Game. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. So <laughs> so Tom, Kev, Ryan and I are we're all forearmed rats that were recruited into we separate were gangs. Yeah, we were all friends as forearmed rats, but right. we we're all recruited in separate gangs. Right. And now we meet up. And we broadcast. I'm sure Ryan will get into that, but that's yeah, what, gonna, that's the whole that idea. That's like the general story so far. Yeah. 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 But, but think of the idea of if you want, if you want to kind of think about what the forearmed rats look like, uh, it, I, I imagine it as it's a lot of grays and blacks with just splashes of yellow. That's like the thing. They're All of like these kids kind of yellow. wear drab, dark colors, but the oh, gang color is yellow. We can do. Pur- no. I mean, yeah, purple I, was kind of, I, I was thinking yellow for some too, reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm thinking purple. Fuck, let's do purple. Yeah, yeah. Purple, Makes yellow. sense. Four armed rats. Yeah, yeah. So, so not only is four armed rats a gang, but four armed rats is also the way the rats look. So, picture a rat with six legs, basically. 
Yep. And they can stand up on their hind legs and hiss at you real loud. Yep. Uh, but as you guys have heard us talk about, we've talked about fucking four-armed rat burger. We've talked about four-armed rat barbecue. Well, four-armed four rat rats are noodle. just kind of what we fucking eat now. When you're as poor as the yeah. underhive is, it's that it's that um, what you eat. Fuck, we didn't even bring it up. Demolition man. It's the whole idea. Demolition man. Like, man, this is the best burger I've had. And then, what ask is, them like, where the cows are. Don't ask. <laughs> What's in this burger? Rat. <laughs> man, this is the best rat burger I've ever had. And he just keeps on eating it. So yeah, so six six five dot six six UHMR Chemrat Radio is a pirate radio show broadcasting daily from various locations across the Underhive. Basically, the idea is that we have to run from location to location, either to get better signal or because the people that we're broadcasting with chase us out. Yep, we're always on the run. We're always moving. The Arbides don't like us because we share the the news of the Underhive. We talk about the Underhive. We talk about the hives. We talk about the hive's most famous sport, murder ball. Yeah, murder ball. Yeah, we're 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 that we're that thorn in the underhive that the Arbides would like to not exist anymore. That I'm sure the Mechanicus doesn't appreciate us uh, turning Man, on all this equipment without them. Yeah, we boost our signal so much that the upper hivers can listen. In fact, we might even have some upper hiver benefactors. Oh yeah. Allegedly. So we stylized all of this a lot on the fake ads and TV shows from games like Cyberpunk 2077, Grand Theft Auto, any of those games where there's a fake radio station, there's a fake talk show, there's anything like that. That's kind oh, of yeah. our impetus. So good. I we're we're world. I always think of like Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That's yep. literally you know that's I mean? literally in my I head. Yeah. That's why I keep City. trying to do that crazy eighties voice. Exactly. Crazy yeah. radio voice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love that stuff. So the cool thing about this lore is that we work on it with our community via Discord. We're always expanding the lore of the hive itself, and eventually we will touch on the hive world. Our our newest project is the creation of the sport of murder ball. Yeah, which I think I went out. over names on that thing the other day for like over an hour. Yep, yep. Murder, murder, yeah, we murder ball. We uh, we're working out positions. We've actually even talked about coming up with some basic rules using some of the old Necromunda rules and, oh, yeah. and kind yeah, of merging stuff. it. Or D66 stuff. Merge it with some, Merging uh, it with like Unreal Tournament, like, Bloods, like 2K, if you guys remember that game. Blood Bowl. Yeah, Blood Bowl. Street. NFL Street. Starting to starting to like <laughs> play with that, those man. ideas of just crazy ass. Like what's a sport that people that live in a world like this might play? Rugby, but gnarly. Rollerball. Yeah, worse. <laughs> Murder ball. <laughs> I mean, rollerball is, is a very good idea or death like race think of That's yeah like something so extreme like people oh, die yeah, fucking dude running man. Yeah, yeah. running man yeah running man running man a lot of examples one of yeah. my favorites dude running man i need man. to rewatch that one. i like it's when he so i like good. when he signs on the dude's back and then fucking stabs, stabs him, him. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so to get back to that i i, I to ah, fuck it. So to get into our main topic today, we're actually going to talk about something that our Discord community brought up. By the way, our Discord community is fucking amazing. It's growing. It's great. We would love you guys to join. You can find out how down in the show notes, and we'll plug it at the end as well. Yeah, gotcha. so our, so our, uh, as we mentioned, we're working on rules for Murder Ball. We just ran down a bunch of inspirations for yeah. how we came up with the game. Just created a couple you, teams, too. Yeah, we just cre- yeah, we created a couple of teams with our, with our Discord community. Uh, well, you know, I mean, hey, why not, guys? We're talking about... Uh various gangs and stuff right now when i go to some development talk ryan you haven't gotten a gang yet i haven't developed my gang yet no i i'm the goblin king as you guys know so there'll probably be something goblin-y related 
I've already started working out my little my little icon, my goblin with my two hand plasma cannons. Yeah, because I got it. I don't know. Uh, you want me to come up with a name right now? Well, no, I mean, like, me well, spot. I mean, let's let's go into like like uh, Mark talk about talk about yours. Uh, I could talk about mine and then uh, we can go we can into get some inspiration. Go, to, go in, yeah, go, yeah, get some inspiration going and see if we can like come up. Yeah, yeah kinda, brainstorm. Brainstorm. I'll, yeah, brainstorm. I'll, I'll definitely on mine already. Now. Yeah. 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 We introduced Kevin's earlier, the Innsmouth Militia. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, I could just start off. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah go for it, dude. Right, Let's so, do some brainstorming. So we we, uh, we theorized that I could be since what I play guard. are going to make me take it's, notes. Uh, it's essentially it's a bunch of the underhive gang, and they use stolen PDF equipment and actually like pretend they're the military, and they oh, don't yeah. view themselves as like criminal gang. They're like the oh yeah, we're like preserving order. Can, and, can I say, dude, Robin Hood? Can I can yeah. I say it's the Nilsen assholes? Can I say? Oh. So, oh. so you came up with the idea of the Innsmouth Militia. So, yeah. So you just so kind of laid out that they're the guys who use stolen, P- okay, stolen cool. PDF equipment and they run around and they act like a militia, like preserving order. But, yeah. you know, they got to tax that order. And that's why we also do oh, like, like, like protection whole, racket. Like, yeah, is that yeah, your, yeah, is so that your deal? Racket, but they, but they like do it under the guise of being like the underhive police and stuff like that. So it's um, kind of like a uh, New California Republic. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. out like shows up. They're like, we're here to bring law and order. Oh, all your resources get to come with us too. We're here to practice our Second Amendment. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Second but Amendment. They, but they do it like you know their ranks are all called you know sergeant. Right, right. Like things like that. So they like they, they try play, to organize. They play like a war game essentially in their gang. That's right. how they do it. And they always like they talk their their language. You know how every gang kind of has like a language that kind of right, goes yeah. within the gang. So theirs is all like military speak i dig it yeah and i I really like that because again kevin plays guard so it's it's really flavorful it kind of adds a little more to uh to you know his radio personality yeah tom you want to you want to go next uh yeah my gang is uh the warmongers um i i don't know why right why is that the warmongers (laughs) exactly right yeah so basically like our our primary i guess you can say that primary color is red that is like the whole thing it's it's everything red their deal is uh weaponry so so they are constantly stealing military shipments they're getting their hands on like old technology stuff so you must thump heads a lot with all the the time like all the time like it is it is a constant thing that it is if we're not breaking in somewhere or stealing some type of thing like something's wrong you know you like the daca yeah yeah so if you can imagine like the human version of orcs is yeah, kind yeah. of what I was going for. Ooh, they ooh. have, they're obsessed. They're obsessed with Come augment dig, technology. Diggers. Digger knobs. So they're, they're obsessed with like augment technology. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of like jet packs and oh, like okay. uh, boost boots, you know, like if you like Super did Mario. You, yeah. I was just going to say, do you remember, <laughs> yeah. do you remember the, the yeah. Super Mario the movie? Live, yes. The live action with those shoes, the magnetic boots, straight up, boots? Yeah. straight up, dude. Those Hell ones. Yeah. Oh, that movie was so bad. It was yeah. Uh, so bad. Yeah. Hold on. So are they augmented like that or do they just, they just use a bunch of tech like industrial, tech. they tinker with industrial They're gear te- to make tech, it do different inept. stuff. Uh, I mean, both like, like some of the guy, like, I mean, and that's the thing, like in underhive stuff, like most people have some type of augment. So usually most people in the underhive have like eyes that are augmented. Well, yeah. they're, they're not, they're not rich enough to get that. So it's kind well, of like, no, it's, so that's why it's all black market. It's, yeah. Ripper, it's Ripper doc black market. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's kind of the stuff that we're into is we're doing like weapons and, and we sell the weapons to get the augments. You know what I mean? Like, and like I'm assuming your, like your ganger dudes are like the the super bruisers. Like, yeah, like what, what were the guys in Cyberpunk? They, they were like the, the Maelstorm. 
Is that what it was? They the were guys like the with like all the crazy eyes, and then they had all. Well, the no, no, the, it was the 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 guys that were like super big. They were like jacked, like I a motherfucker. I can't remember. Well, there's uh, there's I always think of juicers. Yeah, there's a there is a hive. I can't ever. So in Necromunda, there's like the giganters, the goliaths, goliaths. Goliaths, That's it. Yeah, yeah. and they're just fucking massive dudes with big ass guns. Yeah, so that's what I feel like the like very similar. Yeah, very similar. But like more techie, right? Yeah, little well, a little bit more in the sense of like they're not like they're more of like you could say a motorcycle gang, Mm -hmm. but. There's not, they don't really have motorcycles because, like, no, there aren't really vehicles in right, the right, right. So, what instead of like bikes, they have these other ways of getting around using their tech, yeah, you know, grappling like folks. grappling they, they hugs, have a hierarchy like, that, that is reminiscent of like a bike, yeah, bike. yeah. They have a they have a main leader, getting, like patched in and whatnot, like similar, yeah, yeah. It, it basically it, it functions kind of the same way. That's cool, I like that, yeah. So, that's kind of like just because I know that stuff, so right, I was right, like, right. well, yeah, I can talk that, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I can I speak it. that language, just like just like Kev has like you know, a nod to his guard. You obviously have like, you know, you got your bike. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what, what I was thinking for mine. I dig it. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, and that's the other thing too, like for all of us in, in our gangs, for our characters, like we're not, we're not fancy people in the gangs. Right, you know, right. like, we're, like we're none like of the, us are like a high ranking commander. Yeah, like we just like, got recruited from the forearm rats. Yeah, we're like, like, like we're not just recruited, but you motherfuckers is crazy. I lead as the Goblin King, ah, but no one. That's knows fine. It. That's but fun. no one knows it. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it works better story wise for all of us being Probably. having this just like. Because why would we have the radio broadcast? Yeah, I know, you know I what I mean. Like, I know. I'm just I'm just teasing. Yeah, but that's why I'm thinking like all of us like we're not. You can we're be not, the son of the leader. No, not, no, my 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 radio personality is Goblin King because I was. Right, probably right. at one point we were probably all at one point the shit in the four yeah. rats and now we exactly are not yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah like we're certainly we're not like bottom tier but like we're not brand new into the gangs but we're definitely not high-ranking officials yeah, yeah like yeah. i ain't no president you know what i mean like, he is. yeah so that uh, was my thought so uh, mine, I'm actually thinking about doing the Nutty Jays. Uh, Ryan has actually mentioned them a couple times, and they're kind of the tricksters. The the I, I, we were playing they're off probably, like my, they're probably the most fleshed out, right? I would think, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of like the one who fucks around a lot, so I was like. Well, no, I mean, it only you? makes sense. It only makes sense that I'm the I go with the gang that fucks around a lot. So Fucking I'm nice. a part of the Nutty Jays. Yeah, so the, the whole ones. the whole concept behind the Nutty Jays is that there is a upper hiver who was probably like a third or fourth son of, a, of one of the noble houses or even maybe just one of the more powerful clans. So as a gang becomes more powerful, it becomes a clan. As a clan becomes more powerful, it might become a rogue trader or merchant. Yeah, Clan, clans control well, it massive would, it amounts of end resources. Up as a rogue trader, because specifically rogue traders have the warrant of trade. You could still end up working for a rogue trader, right? They could be hired. Yeah, there, there's yeah. there's a oh, level yeah, well, yeah, there's a level that a clan aspires to, and like the big clans, Clan Goliath, Clan Escher, all of the clans that you would, you would be familiar with from the Necromunda book. Those are like they're gangs. But they are massive gangs with massive amounts of power. So the clans we yeah, are like talking, are, yeah. we are talking yeah. the underhive gang structure. But the idea Those is that houses, the, I think at that point, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's House Vansar. That's right, that's right. Yeah, there's a that Necromunda specifically has a lot of lore for why all of that happens. But 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 again, like think of like houses and clans are like pretty yeah. similar, and then house elevated Vansar gangs got right. that 
power by manufacturing. It's the difference. Like it's, it's the difference between between street level enforcement of like the 69th, you know, ballers you, or whatever. Got street gangs, and then and there's then the you've mafia. Got gang gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gang 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 gang. gang. Yeah. <laughs> so so the nutty jays are led by a disgraced aristocrat from the upper hive who wanted to pursue drama. And then for whatever reason, kind of got shoehorned into being the jester. He was the butt of the joke. He was the funny man. He was the comedian. And he didn't really succeed. He was pretty he was pretty bad at it. But it kind of broke him a little bit. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. He was kind of broken a little bit and got busted down into the underhive. So the the nugget at the core of that was the idea of kind of playing on the, the concept word. of Batman versus the Joker. Right. In this case, though, there's an underhive vigilante known as the Rat Man, <laughs> who's, please no. who's really please bad. No. Who's really bad at absolutely everything, and we never talk about him because it's just like the Rat Man is just that homeless dude who wanders around thinking he dude, solves that's crimes. Fucking hilarious. We killed the Rat Man. We killed the Rat Man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the the Joker, if you think about, I, probably more like Jared Leto style. I would imagine a little bit crazier, a little bit more twacked out. Right. Or maybe uh, what is it, Heath Ledger Joker? A little, a little, little bit, a little bit more on the edge mm. of chaos. Unpopular opinion? No. We can, we can probably I, have an entire argument. I about. liked Heath Ledger's. I didn't watch. He's uh, not my. He's not my. What Joker. is it? Suicide Squad. So I don't really. No, know about him. Him also. It's one. it's it's all about Mark Hamill, dude. Um, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are, well, will always be Batman and Joker Batmans to me. Are, are oh yeah, different. yeah. No, that's those, fair. That's fair. I, I I don't judge all the actors from both mm. of those at the same time. I kind of judge them in their I, I own do. little in their own little universe. I do. To me, Joker is Mark Hamill. Like everyone else is yeah. just kind of like no, their own interpretation. Fair. I, I, I but, agree. Uh, like having only watched the non-animated stuff, to me, it, it 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 as Kevin is mentioning, it depends on the story they're trying to tell. I actually didn't mind the story behind Jared Leto's Joker because I think that's the Joker we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen the like unhinged different styles criminal mastermind yeah, yeah. joker Gangster. we've we've seen yeah we've seen the chaotic guy we've seen the, the jokester the crazy guy we've seen the crazy guy and that was like the next iteration was like the unhinged like scarface level gangster right but anyway that the idea behind the leader of the nutty jays is he's kind of like this another little tidbit for you guys that we haven't figured out we haven't finalized is that his girlfriend might in fact be a harlequin as in literally an eldar who is in the underhive for Good some experience. reason. And oh, that reason hilarious. may literally be just way. to fuck with him and to fuck with the underhive. Just oh, that's of. super funny. I yeah. I remember we talked about it, but that's it didn't right. click yeah, in yeah. my head I, until I right now. Like, that, 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 that was that, that was the Joker and Harley yeah, Quinn. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. That's um, so funny. It didn't click good. until like right now. We messed around a little bit when we were coming up with the rules for Murder Ball and the way that the sport is organized. The other little tidbit that we'll give you guys right now is that the commissioner of Murder Ball might be a dark Eldar who is actually manipulating the entire sport just to feed the slave pits of Kamora. Yeah, okay, I can believe yeah, that. I remember might that be a little a uh, webway portal There might be a little webway on. portal down there and there's something nobody knows about except a couple of people. Just like what they do with the winners of Running Man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. They're right. all dead. What was that? Was that They're movie the, the Island? With, the Island, uh, yeah. yeah. And they, they win the lottery and yeah, they, they don't. Yeah, they just they get, get their get, fucking they just get their guts ripped out, yeah. yeah. 
Because they're all what they're all clones they're of just, famous people. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're basically clones, bought their surrogates. They're like, yeah. oh, I need an organ. So. Yeah, they're, they're all clones of famous or rich people who then want to collect on their organ their organs. Yeah, and so then they win the lottery. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh shit! Yeah, so they I'm go not to the island, which is really you get disemboweled or disemboweled yeah. and yeah, yeah, man, you're, you're you get harvested. <laughs> you're an organ farm. Yeah. So I haven't really come up with a name yet, but the level that I'm kind of leaning toward is is essentially kind of the opposite not not the opposite but kind of the other side of the coin from your warmongers so i'm thinking mohawks bright neon colors lots of uh like like think of um raise it like razor girls razor boys I these are more, people i'm who, thinking like, more splatter punks from robocop yeah 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 people that specialize in like using bladed weapons up close Ooh, i dig that but but some of us have a penchant for plasma so you're talking like because uh like Shadowrun Street Samurai. Yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. That well, uh, Shadowrun, Razor yeah. Girls. Basically, I don't, so I don't so, so in Shadow, in Shadowrun, uh, did you play, did you play the Hong Kong, Shadowrun Hong Kong? That was the top down one, right? It was the ISO. Yeah, I did not. So, so, I did, but the, so there's the girl, there's a, there's a gothy looking girl in the Shadowrun games. I'm yeah, interested. Got, like crazy ass, like girthy looking girl. Yes. Like <laughs> gothy no, she's, looking she's, girl. Re- she's really like girthy. She's re- <laughs> girthy. I'm interested. The girthy, the girthy man. Either ever. way, still in. So she's, she's relatively emaciated looking. She kind of looks like she's dead, like a vampire. I'm, but her I'm hands definitely in. end in like really long claws. Uh-huh. She's oh, a razor girl. So a razor girl is basically somebody who's augmented their their fingertips to be blades that's sick like, oh so like so uh, like Catwoman. so what's her name from x-men um guy can't lady remember. death yes no is it lady yeah, death lady death or rip claw from image comics no it, it might be lady death it's the one uh one of that's wolverine's, wolverine's old yeah. uh yeah basically the edward scissor hands yeah yeah She's but but for combat not for i misunderstood and need to win an not Oscar. for trimming hedgerows and dogs no, I was Logan's I was way meaner. I was like, I want to win an Oscar. <laughs> I really like that. Johnny movie. Depp, if you listen to our podcast, please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> we will make a Johnny Depp hey, level. Hey, here's how you get Johnny Depp, right? I'm on your side, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Boom, four hundred dollars. I ain't watching. I am not watching Aquaman too. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I will just for Johnny Depp. Is he gonna be in it? Yeah, because they fired her. I. I don't like. Oh, I, I heard. I uh-huh. heard they fired they her fire ass. Her and re- they, they fired her. Ass. I mean, yeah. I mean, I heard that they were keeping her in the movie, nope. and I was like, "Bitches in prison? Nope. How's that going to work?" Yep, they fired her ass, dude. <laughs> anyway, after um, she was in prison, like, this oh, is I not. Guess we're not getting her. This now. is not page seven. That's a that's a podcast about celebrity news, right? We're we're gonna. Uh, yeah. All right, moving much bigger, much seven. bigger podcast. Than so then, what's his, what's his name <laughs> yeah. for your your samurai cat woman? That's, I don't know, not samurai cat women. I'm just oh, oh oh oh. I'm just thinking like like razor boys, razor girls, like chrome heads. Is is that what you are it's those all, actual all names sleek. or or are these are these actual names of gangs or are these no ones these are like concepts. Okay, so these these are ones that you're you're coming up with then. Yeah, I just I just don't know how I'm gonna do it. Oh, mm. oh man! If you can think of like warmongers, right? Man. Think of uh, Biff from the future. Oh yeah, where he's like he's like you need power. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, oh holy shit! There you that's go. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna write down future Biff in the notes, man. Future, for for warmongers, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good example. I just so, thought so, of it right now. So explain a little more what they look like. Maybe that'll help us brainstorm a little more. So uh, you know, mohawks, splatterpunk, splatterpunks. Dude, you, got, you got a lot of lot of neon colors, a lot of bright colors. Think of like cyberpunk, like street kids from yeah, cyberpunk. Yeah. Juicy Robocop. Which one? Oh, any of them? Yes. Okay, the last one. Robocop. Uh, no, 
RoboCop 3. I mean, it's been like 15, 20 years. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been a long time. The, the, whenever they show like the punkers, like you. the punk kids with like with the giant mohawks, stuff. they're like, shoot them in the mouth. Like, yeah, Robots yeah, yeah. eat bullets, you know, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. like that. Like, Yeah, giant, giant, like, like, like very... The 1980s had this thing where they were trying to make punks, which were relatively peaceful people, trying bad. to change yeah. society into like bad monsters. Was that the the satanic panic kind of stuff? It was kinda, like Predator Two it. did that, so, Robocop did that. Yeah. yeah. What you, so what are you trying I, to think I'm of like a name? Imagining. Oh, the Pred Stars. Because you brought up Predator. No, that sounds that, that sounds, sounds a little, little, little child, sounds a little pedo-y. <laughs> I was like. Mm. Maybe not. Shit. Never mind. You want to have something with anarchy in it. You got to have something anarchy. I mean, I could, I could, I could fucking waste out and do Anarchy Rising, but I feel like no, I can't a, do that. No. Um. <laughs> I feel like I already used that name. <laughs> Just maybe. <laughs> hmm. Blades. Something Blades. with knives. Slicers. How would you? How would the Adeptus Mechanicus? Label anarchy. What, what would the high gothic word for anarchy? Oh, be? that'd be a good thing. Well, it'd be something anarchist. Heretical. Heretical. The, her- the heretics. The heresy blades. The heretics. <laughs> the, her- the heresy. Heresy blades. Heresy blades. Um, Too long. It's got a flow. Let's see. What was what was the base word again? Sorry. Anarchy. Make make anarchy, anarchy into a fake into a fake Latin word. Something with blades. So Latin for anarchy is licentia. That's Ooh. a real long word. That's a sexy word. word. That is a really sexy word. That's a really sexy word. Licentia. That is not a really long word, but it looks real long. Placentia. You are the placentia now. Licentia, placentia. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, like a unifying. Oh, fuck it. Unifying color is probably no, because that's that's House Escher. I mean, who cares if they're you know matching colors? It'd be so. What I if, was if thinking, I was if I was to tell you right now, you wanted to make my you wanted to make the ganglets in my head. You wanted to go to the store and just buy a couple of model kits and start bashing these guys together. Right. I would tell you to mix Escher and Crawdor together. I was thinking they would look mostly like Escher. Yeah, just like by nature. Yeah. Or um, what is it? The the new Far Cry. The the like the po- post apocalyptic Far Cry one. <laughs> oh, the now? new New Dawn. Yeah, where everything's all neon, but they're all fucking post-apocalyptic. I have a, I have a huge. It looks not like necessarily. A, looks no, no, like no, no. An 80s the name concert went paintballing kind of thing. Eighties concert went paintballing. Like chaotic that. edges. Chaotic edges. No. Is that like a weird edge? Nah, well, it, a okay, no, never mind. Thing, you don't like it. Never mind. Fuck it. Thing is about <laughs> you were just like, it's got a flow. Well, I was just thinking like that's an example. Obviously, not everybody's going to do it, but there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of focus on on street samurai start, sort of stuff. Yeah, lots of blades, probably axes, not fucking two handed power malls like just fucking axes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ryan, I think we're just gonna have to give up on you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean that's something that's something to continue. I don't think we can come up with it necessarily right now. Yeah, yeah, nothing. But that's something to continue. Maybe if people are listening, they could throw out some ideas. But, but I'll, I'll definitely tell you that my persona, the Goblin King, prefers to fight with two plasma pistols because he's a crazy fuck. The Korean teens. The Korean teens? I'm just making up words. That's a pre workout. See, that's creatine. What is that? What is that? There's there's a company that like you know the creature, the skateboard company? Who? Wow. Never mind. <laughs> no, I know. I just I, brought I, up I, counterculture stuff and everybody here was no, like, I'm, what the I'm fuck? I'm kind of, I like, I'm, I kind of remember there being like a creature feature or something like skateboard deck. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I, I don't have much knowledge of it. That, that's actually something I work into. Probably well, a lot of a lot about of like, like skate uh, think, culture stuff. Yeah. So so like knife axe type stuff. Think like uh, what's a what's a famous like murder or something that. that well, here's, I mean, here's the real question: Like, what do you like do? Horror. Like, what is it? Like, we all like they knife you, dude. Well, no, like okay, so so Jays are basically about like anarchy, right? And uh, is, that what, is that what the Jays are about? What's that? So, 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 so the Innsmouth militia pretends to be the underhive or bitey. Well, it's muscle. Like they pretend to be muscle. Yeah. And they're very, very wrapped up in like protection racket and stuff like that. The warmongers, arms dealer, arms dealers. And then Jays are, we just like to fuck with people. Yeah. So it's, it's Jays are more about anarchy. Yeah. What about like you? You're like, so then what's your thing then? Yeah. Hitmen straight up murder. Um, take their shit. Yeah, I guess like hired guns, like mercs. Yeah, like hitmen. Yeah, it's a straight, it's a straight fucking, it's a mercenary. Yeah, uh, I think hitmen probably be better, like assass- like assassins almost. Oh, assassins. Yes. So assassins. So that's good. What kill, are the kill bills? What's the assassin with <laughs> the claws? Bills. The what? The assassin with the claws. Eversor. The Eversor. Ooh. Right. The hive source. Or <laughs> ooh, I like that. That's gross. No, no, I mean, <laughs> what was the one that I came up with? You're the it? herpes. No, but that, no, but that's, that, like, that's that's gross. I like that. Like, what was what was the name that I came up for? The sworn. What about the wretched? That I like that. Yeah, that works. Eh, because it doesn't really play though. Like street punk, like looking. That that works. Yeah, but you got to tie in something else. Like, what, what's what's another word for wretched that feels colorful? That is the colorful word for that is the colorful word for wretched. That is wretched is the colorful word for like homeless piece of shit. <laughs> Ooh, what about like ever wreckers? I like ever that wreckers. one. The ever wreckers. I like that one. That seems more like brute force, though. You want yeah, like no, finesse. This, this has to imply finesse. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, ever sore. Yeah, but like the callous, like the. I, I want to get rid of. Well, because sores. like their whole, well, their whole thing. Well, no, because that's like, their whole thing is like. They're kind of modeling themselves after the assess the the assassins, right? Like your archie, they're like kinda, they're kind of yeah. I, I, I if imagine, you're hitman, you want to model yourselves after the assassins, and right. the assassins are like very much like utilizing that type of stuff and technology that you guys are using, right? So I would say try to make it like like if he's like a, a knockout of the guard, you're going to be a, like a knock a hive knockoff of like the assassinorum. Right. right, and there might and there might even be what are the what are the um what are the blade assassins the blood assassins, there's there's the two girls. Yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even think about this. There's the two female models. They're they're twin assassins. They're death. They're a death cult. The death cult assassin. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Look up uh, look he, up that model. Look what, up the death cult assassin. Death cult assassin. Yeah, I, I, I know what they're called. About, I don't know anything about it. Oh yeah, death cult. Assassin. So what's the death cult called? Is it just called death cult? I think they're just called death cult assassin. Death cult assassins. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, yeah. So that's yeah, kind of like that. So he's just pulled up a picture of one chick with two swords the and death another chick asses. with another some death, death asses. asses. Yeah, I'm, dude, I like hive swords. Like, I think that's gross. I like it. Yeah, the like scabies. Yeah, right. Like, There's I don't a, know. Dude, they're like, so uh, Call Jericho's like fucking wingman is is, is just named Scaby because he has <laughs> oh, yeah. scabies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And he keeps he's always talking about how he's missing scabes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking love that dude. It's super awesome. So yeah, I'm thinking more like that's why I was thinking like the wretched because like I think of like a, a punk. I'm also like I'm still trying to tie it in a punk band name. 
What's a name that you need to start with the then? That's how you get <laughs> yeah, it. that's I was like, it needs to be it needs like the something something. Like that's how I'm I'm picturing this is it needs like the something something. Like the death the, hivers, the, the sum forty ones, the the lost get out, the dead. Get out. The lost in the um dead. Like the dead Kennedys. Wait, could you do the dead Kennedys? What's a what's a famous house? <laughs> Phase blades? Ooh. Phase blades. Yeah, because the Calidus Assassin has a, a Catan phase sword. So, and then I'm thinking like you like knives and shit. So the phase blades, the phase blades, I like and that, that. That adds like kind of the uh, I like. What do you that. call it? The the, the, fa- the phaser faces. Yeah, phaser, <laughs> phaser face. <laughs> no, it, it adds that. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. What's when, you were, when you were coming up with all of your weird like jump boots and yeah. like, backpacks, I was totally thinking a rocket. I'm yeah, like, hey, yeah. just fucking sit around and like, how can we combine these toilet parts to make a gun? Yeah, that's exactly what I envisioned. What's the paint style that you wanted though? Oh yeah, color scheme. Like splatter. Synthwave. Yeah, for the de- yeah synthwave. synthwave. So it's like a synthwave kind of feel, you know? The, the, the phase is kind of synthy, right? Phase. I like phase. I like phase. Phase blades. Phase Death edges. phase. Death phase. Death I definitely, I'm definitely going for that like 1980s synth, heavy synth wave. Yeah. Like death phasers? What about death that? Phasers. I like death phasers. I feel like yeah, that's too cliche. That's too tongue Yeah. Why? Death phasers? Yeah, it's too like, <laughs> it's too like sixth grade coming <laughs> yeah, up with yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Fair, I mean, are any I'm the blood drinkers. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. an actual thing. Oh my god, dude! That's why I hate when everybody's like, people are trying to come up with like space marine names. They're like, I want, I want a sanguineous guy. So I was thinking of like the blood drinkers. I'm like, that's dumb. It's not great. Well, we, we, we came up, <laughs> we came up with a bunch of names for that guy. That's what I was thinking because I, I, I thought of this. We were trying to help God, oh, God warrior, the, and I what? came up with the the one word. It was the scorn. That was it. Yeah, but what was that one that I came up with that? It has like chaos, chaos incarnate or something incarnate, something like that. Death incarnate. What about something like that? Incarnate. Stock, stock, chaos. Death, death stalkers. Phase stalkers. No, that phase sounds. Stalkers, that's cool. That sounds a little too like army. What about? <laughs> I feel like the Necrons have something called a yeah, phase stalker. What about unit. hive fried chaos? Hive fried chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky fried chaos. That was actually an old gamer clan that I was in. I actually really <laughs> like Kentucky fried chaos. That was a gamer clan that what I was in. You do Insmouth fried chaos. I'm writing Insmouth fried chaos down. I don't Innsmouth know what we're going to use it. I don't know yeah, what we're going to use it for, but so yeah, this, this is the process, guys. And yeah, like, and like normally we would be you run, into, you run into dead ends a little yeah. bit, and you got to just kind of piddle around until you find something. And we and we'll and we'll bounce ideas off of our community. Our community will come up with ideas that spawn entire ideas on their own. And that's that's kind of how we heavily that's that's what we like about this. Yeah. Is is this co-writing ability, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can kind of break down like each of our thought processes like, well, what do you like? What is similar to that? What is cool that is similar to that? These like Eversore Assassins what, what or the Calidus Assassins. makes it cool? Exactly. Okay, let's expand upon that. Yeah. And then you build upon like the things that you like. So like you wanted Synthwave. Oh, Callus Blades. Callus blades? Keep going. Phase blades. <laughs> I phase blades. Yeah, but that's kind of. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's, it's just phase. Like, I don't know callus blades. I like that because it's like, eh, whatever. Because they're callus, you know. Oh, I get or it. Or they're I the knife it. they used it. to cut off, like when you get those like extra skin on your feet. <laughs> Have you guys ever? Has anybody ever read anything by Terry Pratchett? So Terry Pratchett is a comedic writer. He does a lot of stuff in like fantasy worlds. He's a he's a British author. One of the book series he introduces the assassins. 
like the organization is called the Assassins, <laughs> and they're not hiding anything, and like people just go to them. Well, it's like they had that in like Morrowind. It was like go join the Thieves Guild. Right, <laughs> it's right. like like the Thieves. Guild I, I wonder what exists. they do. <laughs> like, well, no. So because I played Morrowind and I played a bunch of the Elder Scrolls games, like it's everybody knows the Thieves Guild exists, <gasps> but nobody knows. Keep going. Like nobody knows how to talk to them. Like you have to find them. Same with the Assassin's Guild. Like everybody knows the Assassin's Guild oh. exists, but nobody like knows who's in it. What nobody about the, the Exodus? Like, the Exodus. I actually just came up with a crazy name that I wanted to share. Go for it. Go okay. for it. Splatterhawks. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's Ooh, the reaction yeah. I was yeah. looking that for. Right there. That wins. I like that. Yep, that wins. Yeah. Splatterhawks, yeah. yeah, that's sick. And like when oh, they yeah. splatterpunks, man, they, they yeah, do, my they boy. Do like the blood eagle, almost like when they kill people, they oh, slit my, their yeah, throat yeah. and they throw like blood especially, on the wall. Especially like, considering a, that we like, that that some of the the like axes are probably one of the axes, gladius, any any short weapon, yeah. that can be snuck into a thing. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe in the in the splatterhawks like main meeting hall. There's actually an ultramarine gladius on the wall. No one knows where the fuck it came from, but whoever the gang leader is, is like, yeah, yeah, I beat that off a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'll kill the space marine. That's how you end up in this chair. You kill a space marine. <laughs> Splatterhawks. That's Splatter cool. I, like I, love that. I like that. I like that. I love that. Now we just need to incorporate uh, anybody that listens to this and likes this to jump on our discord and start coming up with other gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we need, need more gangs, gangs well, for story. Not, not so much that what kind of I and Ryan were thinking were more like are the people in our discord can Don't join each yet. of our gangs. Oh, that do you want, you want yeah, to soft? Too. Are we soft yeah. announcing it now? Ish. <laughs> sorry. So one of the ideas that we had <laughs> that we were going to announce when we had a little bit more artwork, I'm sorry, was that um, everybody right now, our patrons, you guys are known as far four armed rats. But y'all as we as we, children. Of, <laughs> as we develop our, punk ass children, yeah. as we yeah, develop our children. gangs, you pick the gang that you want, and then you your your tag and your color changes. Yeah. That's why I have yellow stuck in my head for four armed rats because we because made our, them yellow. Our patrons yellow. Yeah, Make them purple. Yellow. Purple. Make them purple. Shall be purple. I like I like gold on. though. Yeah, the gold is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the gold. All right, guys. Well, that's um that gives you an introduction into hive cities, hive worlds. It gives you an introduction into the Innsmouth hive and what we're developing and why we're developing it. Yeah, you guys go. have any uh, closing thoughts on hives? What did I leave out? I'm sure I left out something. I was say, Every, everybody wants to join the warmongers. That's fine. This uh, this episode is specifically for you, Patrick, because you 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 bitch. I mean, yeah, Patrick. Jesus. Yeah, pa- yeah. You real piece of work. You real piece of work. Let me tell you something. I, have I met Patrick? Am I just, am I just getting grumpy at somebody? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. This, this is my Not buddy. That. This is my buddy that has like fifteen thousand points of Tyranids. Damn, and like, bro. Yeah, he has a lot. He's been playing since second or third. Oh, so he's been playing as long as I have. Yes. Long yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> but he also is a closet forty k player. Oh yeah, I was one of those. I was yeah. gonna say Tom. There were times when I tried to talk to Tom. I, I got to share. He's like, not here. <laughs> not <laughs> here, man. No, I got to share. Don't bring that shit up in don't public. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the first conversations Tom and I ever had at Wasteland that wasn't business related, uh, because I worked for <laughs> Wasteland was, hey, I heard you play Warhammer, and Tom's like, uh, looked around, yeah. <laughs> so what do you no no, no. What, what i you, said was what do you play what i said we'll was, talk about it later yeah, <laughs> what i said was not here 
Not now. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was probably a girl. Around. Yeah, well, I was like, not no, here. No, there, like, was, there was nobody around. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we doesn't were, matter. We were Tom's in, like, we're heavy you don't know up. who's listening yeah, right exactly. now. Exactly. I was we like, we're heavy inside. So. Just everybody. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Ryan. You do some work, man. Let me tell you something. I was petrified, man. I never, I never admitted that shit ever. So, which so, is funny because my entire wasteland gang, which is the Anarchy Rising, which is why I didn't want to do something anarchy wise, was uh, it we're we're speed freaks. I literally based my anarchy, my fucking wasteland tribe off of orcs. Hell yes. <laughs> so I mean, the, I wanted to turn our our you know the big tower that we that we build out there. Yeah, to, yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted to put a wall on it. Put yeah. some jarky shit on it. Oh yeah. Better. You know what? If we, if enough of us, did, if enough of us went out and we're just like, fuck it, this is now the forty k, the forty k desert party. Oh, I shit, have a dude. feeling, People as mad as they would be, they'd be like, fuck it, it's over now. <laughs> it's already happened. <laughs> There's the too many. Too them. late. There's too the many of them coming. Yeah, the wall cometh. The wall cometh and taketh away. So it's funny that you guys mentioned how you kind of like closet forty k players i mean that's Not honestly me. how a lot well, <laughs> oh, no absolutely. back in the day back in the day that's how a lot of people were honestly yeah, like nerds uh, you know growing up nerds weren't exactly cool the cool thing right yeah what the well it's happened? not it's Why not only cool that now because it's, it's not only cause that because hipster, hipsters right. no because hipsters <laughs> it's <laughs> not only that but even in nerddom warhammer 40k has always kind of held the the, uh, the extra worlds mm, <laughs> i wouldn't I wouldn't put it there. I would actually say like a lot of Warhammer 40K is, is deeply rooted in like crazy late 1980s power metal hair culture. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's incredibly that. intimidating. It's niche so for so sure. when you're when you're the like fucking heavy metal like chain wearing all black grumpy nerd, even other nerds are like those guys are scary. Oh yeah. Like, but I'm like, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna release a hot take right now. Wasteland's pretty fucking nerdy, guys. Oh, way we we fucking we fucking ren fair the apocalypse. We ren fair Mad Max. It's not exactly. But it's yeah, it's, awesome. co- it's cosplay. It. It's it's cosplay extreme. Extreme. Yeah, it is literally and cosplay. camping. And camping. It's LARP. And off-roading. So the it's story... It's LARP and people get mad when I call it LARP. And then the I'm like, I play Airsoft and I call it Airsoft LARP too. Because let's let's face yeah. it, it's live action role-playing. It's true. Role-playing is something, yeah. People so the story, so uh, the story I wanted to share for the uh, whole closet is it, thing... Is it from a book that you're reading? Audiobook? No, this is a real read. story. Come this on. is a real story. And I don't read. Thank you, Kevin. God. He listens. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you're Kevin a clo- so you're a closeted nerd. Not me. Not me. Well, I mean, I was ish, ish. So, but the story. So I was doing a physical fitness test, right? Uh, and the guy that I got paired up with, big buff dude, right? Big buff dude. This dude's like six five, like can fucking bench me. I mean, I only weighed like maybe two hundred at the time, but he was a big dude. All right. My point yeah. is, he was the epitome of, of of what a marine would look like, right? So I get paired up with them. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I got to smoke. I got. Yeah. I was like, I got to I got to do all hundred of these sit ups right now. <laughs> like he's going to do them all. And yeah. I'm going to end up looking like a exactly bitch, no how many. Exactly. Do, so try. So. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me do like five. I'm going I'm to dabble with this dude real quick. All right. I was like, oh, let, me, let me holler at you, playboy. All right. So. So. So he starts. So he starts doing his, his crunches, right? Or his sit ups. And I'm like, one, two, five, ten. 15 you missed an opportunity 35 1 2 Lots. 3 4 5 
Lots, lots, <laughs> lots, lots. The guy's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that, that probably was a pretty good opportunity. So so I finished him up, right? And that was probably the, the, the not the right thing to say. So so he finishes. He finishes <laughs> no, up. if you said if I finished him off, wait, wait. then I'd be like. Wait, ah. wait, 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 wait. Was there gene seed involved? <laughs> oh, anal gene seed? <laughs> so, so, so he finishes and then I do mine and he, he hooks me up. He, he gives me he gives me mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. yeah. Right. Courteous. And then and then after I'm like, hey dude, uh I don't want to drive home. You mind if I if I <laughs> sounds so bad. <laughs> you mind if I change at your barracks? <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, sure. So I drive him up. He's like, because he needed a ride also. He needed a ride up to the barracks. Uh, okay. So so, so I gave him a ride. And I was like, Yeah, cool, I'll change here too. So I change, and as as I'm changing, I see in his uh, in his locker. Oh, locker. A Got sex it. swing. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, <laughs> I, I see a codex. You're like a fourth edition. <laughs> a fourth edition Tyranid Codex. And I'm like, this buff motherfucker is a nerd. Plays, but yeah, is a fucking nerd. So I look at him. I'm like, hey. we're, we're both naked. We both, so so I'm, I'm buck ass naked. And I look at Playboy and I'm like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> Let me holla at you. <laughs> you dabble? I was like, you uh, you 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 play, you play, forty k. <laughs> you play play forty k. He's like, maybe. Why? And I'm like, I play forty k. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Step over here, and I'm like, put oh, some pants. Put some, put some pants on first, and then come <laughs> yeah, over here. Put some pants on first, and step over here. Yeah. He opens up his locker. There is a whole entire locker from floor to ceiling filled with tyrannids. That's awesome. And I'm just like, I have 1,500 points of salamanders. You want to play with me? <laughs> He's like, fuck no, you fucking nerd. <laughs> you play at peasant. <laughs> Until your army stacks to your height. Yeah, you, can't yeah, you can't even look at me, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, since that day, we have been best friends. He's my best friend. That's cool. Along with you guys. You guys are my best friends. Yeah, right. Yeah, shut Aww. the fuck up, yeah, man. Yeah. What are we, chop liver? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Should chop liver? laughs> yeah no, he, uh, I, I still talk to him to this day. Like, I haven't seen this guy in like 10 years. And we we still fucking talk like almost every day. Yeah, I feel I feel that man. I feel that 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 pain, man. I always, yeah. I was always I never admitted to anybody I played forty k. Yeah. So that's that's my story. My heart my heart warming, but booty hole touching story. I have a similar similar kind of interaction. Except w- it wasn't. would you like to share to finish yeah. up our podcast? I'll, I was a. Uh, I got a, I got a little bit I got a little camp. bit of one too. You got one too. Yeah. All right, all right. I was at a Boy Scout camp, believe it or not. Oh, and uh, this was right after Dawn of War came out. No, was it? It might have been right around when Dawn of War came out. I don't I don't remember the years, but uh, essentially, we had to like interact with people from other groups of Boy Scouts. Right. And, you know, Boy Scouts are all socially awkward. <laughs> I was one of the least socially awkward ones, which is kind of funny. Say it ain't so, Kevin. <laughs> but uh, essentially, it turned out that the guy that I had to interact with, we both played Battlefield 1942, and we both liked Warhammer. Oh. And so I was like, oh, what? And he was like, there's a bunch of guys in my Boy Scout group that play Warhammer. Oh. So after our little class, you know, merit badge class that we were working on, I went back to his camp 
and we and just hung out with a bunch of nerds and like they had like they had brought codexes with oh, them. Oh shit! Dude. And so like we were like looking at codexes. We didn't have armies with us. Yeah, yeah. But like it was just cool to nerd out with like a bunch of nerds. Yeah, you're you're like you you dabble. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was super cool. It was like wait you, yeah you uh, <laughs> you do. You and uh, you I was too? I was friends with him on. I'm still friends with him on Facebook. We don't talk anymore. It, so really. so is this similar to like finding out if someone smokes? Like that before? Actually, I guess that would is be it, is it pretty like, similar to that? That would be kind of like I have like like you yeah yeah you yeah so you, like you so tell? so another side story for me I'm walking home and I have a hoodie on and my backpack and I'm you know walking from school ignoring you know cholos yeah. and whatnot and a dude walks up to me he's like hey dog you uh you got them fruits. You got them fruits, man. You got them fruits. Yeah. So, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I was I like, I mean, okay. back in the day, okay. you couldn't say exactly. Just straight up, exactly. And I'm, I look at him and I'm like, about it. guys, I have a really, really rough and colorful past. I have never heard anybody refer to really it as the fruits. I've really, the only, the, the only fruits, thing, but I get what. Yeah, you, you, context, you, exactly. You I mean, the I best, get it. It's sticky and it's buds. The so best I, I ever heard was some dude say, "Yo, man, you got the dodo." And I said, the dodo, he says, yeah, they the died dodo out a long time ago to confuse the popo. I got you. I got you. <laughs> nice. I always referred to it as the devil's lettuce. The devil's You got some of that devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, there's like, there's like hand signals. Yeah. Like, yeah. People have like the smoke, like holding the joint motion. That yeah. And like, I wanted to be a smart ass and be like, yeah, I got an apple. You want, you want, you want my apple? <laughs> That's what he wanted. He was uh, actually, no. he had nothing to smoke it. just a banana in my pocket. <laughs> he had, he had nothing to smoke it with. He was looking yeah. for a, Is there a banana in your pocket? Are you happy to see for an apple to build a. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, that was my experience, more than once. Wait, 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 wait. That was your experience into getting into Warhammer? No, no, no. That was my side. I was no. So I was saying. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, Mark just went off on a really weird tangent. Fucking with you. Just derailing. I, I am. That's what I do. Ryan, would you like to share your story to to round up our podcast? So uh, I I did not have any of these hangups. I think the majority of the reason is I was like a skater punk and a and a kid asshole, and uh, I ended up living in Washington state. And when you're a skater punk and a kid asshole in the punk music and you live in Washington state, there's not a lot to do. So as soon as I kind of just got used to magic being something that even the cool kids played, I started playing Warhammer because the cool kids kind of messed with it. However, however, I did have a really weird stigma about role playing games until I was probably 18 or 19. No, no, no. 16 or 17 and it was a marine that broke that stigma from me because i was working on base already i was already starting to do stuff around base and there was this dude who introduced me to ravenholm uh not ravenholm ravenloft ravenloft you'd be surprised how many marines are actually nerds oh yeah well i mean it's like you've gotta you've gotta figure out and, and having been through some stuff you have to figure out where your happy place is you have to figure out how to tell yourself stories you have to occupy a lot of downtime and you have to you have to keep your mind focused on something other than so it makes a lot of sense hmm. well that, but there's only so much you can pack in a barracks and xbox fits very conveniently yeah. <laughs> and paper and pencil yeah exactly. paper and pencil making up your own stories a couple books couple yeah. of di- dice or not dice don't take up that much room and, and you can fucking electricity and you can fucking role play with pretty much anything you got a handful of dice and some poker chips you you can improvise the game real oh, quick yeah easily but uh I, when I got into Warhammer 
as an adult, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but kind of around the time that you guys are talking about where like, I was no longer a child. I no longer spank like a child. I no longer painted like a child. Now I spanked like a man and painted like a man. That nobody gets. I've them. never heard that. Re- is that you referencing something? Yeah. From like my 80s? I spanked like a man as soon as I discovered spanking. No, no, no. Like, when I was a child, <laughs> I spoke I spoke like a child. I So it's, it's a Bible verse. When I was a child, well, there's your problem. I did this, I did this, I did this. When I became a man, I put away childish things. I just the, ripped on it. I'm going to say something really controversial right now. Ryan, what feel up? free to cut this out. Is the Bible an, on audiobook? Probably. Absolutely. It totally is. I don't know why you no, want me to totally cut that out. Audiobook. Is hey, it? hey, hey. If you're shopping for the basic instructions for biological life on Earth, I'm sure we can find you an audio copy. Uh, <laughs> is it so? Free? Probably. So when I got when I got really involved with uh, or when I got involved with my first Warhammer group as like an 18 or 19 year old, I was super surprised to find out that like the lead singer of this weird death metal band in our local area, which you guys may have heard of called Wither was one of the players. There was a dude who is a, a lawyer who is a player. It was just a huge swath of life that I did not associate with like game nerd culture. It was really interesting. But, yeah. Gnarly. That was it. Gnarly, man. I'll, I'll, I'll cut out some stuff there. So you so you were widely accepted for your nerdum. And I, I just <laughs> I just didn't have the negative high school experience that I feel that I needed to have to fit in sometimes. Well, the, the, you mean like getting beat down for being a nerd so you learn how to chameleon? Yeah, yeah. probably because yeah. I was on the other side of that particular coin, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, it is what it is. Yeah, I played. I, I I was a skater punk, and skating culture was super you big. You were a skater so. boy. No, I was not you a skater boy. See you later, boy. She she did not do ballet. We're not going down this fucking route. Hey, yeah. you talked about some forty one earlier, bro. You no, yeah, I brought yeah, yeah. I brought hey, up some forty one. You deserve this. I brought up some. I said the some forty one. <laughs> this sort of brainstorming and lore building is the entire reason that our narrative club started, and it's the entire reason that we decided we really wanted to work together on the podcast. Uh, we'll continue to expand on the creative writing process and get deeper into our own lore official role lore and all of the other bits and pieces that make fucking Warhammer 40 K amazing to play and invent in. But we want to know, do you have your own hive gang? We want to know, do you have your own hive? Do you have your own ideas on how to build a hive gang? Or do you want to work with us on building one? You can reach out to us through under the hive of madness at gmail.com or jimdarkgaming at gmail.com. Have a desire to work with us on the lore of the Innsmouth hive itself. We got you covered. You can join us over on Discord. Best way to reach out to us at all times. But there's a there's a whole thread which is called the Hive Project. You can jump in there, start asking us questions, come up with some ideas. We uh, we love expanding this world. If you like what we're doing and you want to support us, you can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com/slash/under-the-hive-of-madness and join the growing Underhive gang of four-armed rats. There, you can help us decide things like our next major lore series, video podcasts, sneak peeks, and other upcoming content. We're also working out some of the basic prototypes and rules for games, scenarios, campaigns on our own. And we plan to release some pretty nifty PDFs at some point for you guys to enjoy. 
If you want to keep in touch with us and follow what we're doing on social media, head over to our link tree, which is Linktree slash under the hive for a collection of our various projects. Thank you for joining us at 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio. The diva herself is about to step on stage. And let me tell you, the hive is ringing already. This is going to be a show the Mechanicus wishes they saw recorded and wrote down an Imperial record. Cleopatra Estrada looks absolutely stunning tonight. And I, for one, am ready to have my ears positively sung off my face. Pour some red squig on me. <laughs> Red Squig gives you teeth. And if you're wondering how you can get an extra can or two of Red Squig this sanguineous eve, remember to leave an offering out for the four-armed emperor so he protects your household and gives you extra presents at night. Goodie.